there. Welcome to Truly Oz, where we're devoted to sharing insider scoops on our major cities and the exploration of regional, rural and outback Australia. We created these Truly Oz podcasts so that before you travel somewhere, you know a little bit about the place and have the lowdown on things to check out. I also love sharing my top picks on where to eat, drink, play and stay. Today, we're going to explore one of the most remote cities in Australia, Mount Isa. It's actually listed in the Guinness Book of Records as the world's biggest city in terms of land size, as its total civic area covers 43,310 square kilometres, making it bigger than Switzerland. Firstly though, I would like to acknowledge and pay my respects to the traditional custodians of the region, the Kalkadoon people. For around 60,000 years, they were the hunting and gathering, fishing and trading in this region before the arrival of the first Europeans. Kalkadoon craftsmen were famous for the quality of their stone implements and they were known to be fiercely territorial. They were renowned as being one of the strongest tribes in the country and considered elite Queensland warriors. Interestingly, the tribes here are also believed to be Australia's first miners and one Kalkadoon mining quarry is estimated at being over 6,000 years old. The early miners had an extremely well-organised factory-like system where everyone had specific roles. The mines produced hard black basalt, which made excellent spearheads and axes, and they were not just used by the people as warriors. They had extensive trade systems spanning hundreds of kilometres around their territory, and they were prized by other tribes. Some axes and spearheads created around Mount Isa have been found as far away as Western Australia. Tragically, in 1884, many of the Kalkadoon people were massacred at Battle Mountain by settlers and police. The war was thought to have been triggered six years before when a group of settlers were killed at a watering hole, and this led to an all-out battle against native Indigenous tribes. These days, most people know Mount Isa for one or two things, mining and the annual Mount Isa Rodeo that is held every August. But there's so much more to this city that has a population of around 20,000 people. The rodeo attracts tens of thousands of people and is the largest rodeo in the Southern Hemisphere. In 2022, for its 62nd birthday, 25,000 people attended. But it's not just bareback riding, bull riding and barrel racing. Every year there's also three days packed with awesome entertainment. Comedians, live music, whip cracking artists, markets galore, chopper rides and so much more. And in 2022, the Mount Isa Mines Indigenous Rodeo Championships was launched with a dedicated rock concert that was headlined by Baker Boy, the award-winning rapper who was raised in Arnhem Land. Every year, there's also a full fairground of rides and sideshow alley fun to be had, fast food stalls, pop-up pubs, and recently glamping was introduced. You have to get in quick though, as there are only 10 glamping tents and they come with a concierge service, bed linen towels, a pass to the rodeo and all events and the fair. They also include a VIP ticket to get behind the chutes where all the action is. Regular tents can also be booked in a tent-like city and if you have your own tent or camper, you can book for five nights for around $200. But aside from the rodeo, there's plenty of fascinating things to check out in this town that is packed with welcoming locals and outback characters. The Mount Isa Underground Hospital and Museum is a fascinating place to visit, and despite what you might think at first, it was actually never used as a hospital. It was built on the same grounds as the Mount Isa District Hospital by off-duty miners in 1942, during World War II, in case the Japanese attacked Australia. The threat was very real back then, as Darwin had just been bombed, and they figured Mount Isa could be next due to the valuable mining. 
Luckily, there was no need to use it in that sense, but it was well used by the staff of the hospital on their work breaks, as it's a quiet, cool place to sleep where the temperatures can get up to 50 degrees outside. In the dimly lit underground tunnels, antique dolls sits on beds that are made up as if for patients, and medicine bottles are stacked in cupboards and against the wall. To be honest, it's all a bit spooky. Above ground, visitors can enjoy the impressive collection of antiques and paraphernalia in the museum, which includes some utterly baffling medical equipment, until you read the well-detailed descriptions provided by volunteers. There's a meticulously handwritten first aid manual, large posters of the human anatomy, a real skeleton that was used for educational purposes, old kids' toys, many World War II items, and a range of geological exhibits that lend some clues as to what drew so many people so far west more than 100 years ago. As with many outback towns and cities in Australia, mining and the idea of getting it rich is what attracted men to the Isa, as she's known by locals. Mount Isa was established when lone prospector John Campbell Miles stumbled upon one of the world's richest deposits of copper, silver and zinc during his 1923 expedition into the Northern Territory. But it was actually a young Indigenous man named Kabalulamana led Miles to the deposits. Once word of Mount Isa's abundance of copper, lead and silver spread, men descended upon the wild western town, often bringing families with them, and many of them lived in affordable tent-like houses that were built so that occupants could withstand the extremely hot outback temperatures and generally unforgiving conditions. You can check out one of them on the grounds of the hospital as well. They basically consist of a narrow timber frame building with canvas walls and a roof. Above the roof, but separate to it, there was an iron roof supported by a lightweight timber frame. Solid boards of iron sheeting were often used around the base of the house as a means of handling the endless red dust from entering the home. It must have been so hot out there in the Isa with no aircon. Down the road from the hospital, you'll find Outback at Isa, which has the Mount Isa Visitor Information Centre, the Hard Times Mines Underground Tour, Isa Experience and Outback Park, and the Mount Isa Regional Art Gallery, Riversleys Fossil Centre and Mount Isa Fish Hatchery. There's also an Outback Cafe. The mine tour is awesome as not only is it incredibly interactive, you can get a grasp on how miners once worked and lived underground as the tours are run by guys who are actually miners for most of their lives. Everyone dons high-vis bright orange mining overalls and sturdy cap lamps and then you descend in a cage to where it all happens. The guides share stories of their time spent working in the mines as they lead everyone deep into the tunnels, explaining how they were dug out and shaped with machinery such as boom drills. Despite it not being an operating mine, there are moments in the pitch black darkness, the earth around rumbling like a giant's belly, where you really do feel as if you're in a working mine. History and mining buffs should also check out the Mary Kathleen Mine, which is an open cut mine about 40 minutes out of town heading towards Cloncurry. Uranium was discovered here in 1954, and in 1958, the Mary Kathleen Mine and Township was officially opened, which became home to roughly a thousand residents. It was shut down in 1981 and the whole town was dismantled and cleared away, leaving behind dirt roads and driveways that lead to bare concrete foundations. The blue of the water is completely startling and makes for great social posts. For $119, Northwest Tours will take you out there in air-conditioned comfort and the tour includes afternoon tea. If you want to step 30 million years back in time to when megafauna was developing, the Riversleeve Fossil Centre has arranged its globally celebrated finds in a diorama that depicts long extinct enormous creatures in their former prehistoric habitats. 
If you want to get more hands-on, a local fossil enthusiast called Alan takes guests on tours through the laboratory, showing how specimens are sorted, cleaned and the fossils extracted. Despite Mount Isa being a mining city full with not-so-pretty buildings, from the lookout that is above the rodeo ground on the town side, you can get an awesome view over the city. Pack a picnic and head up there to take in a glorious sunset under a signpost showing the direction and distances to the North and South Pole and random cities around the world such as Tokyo, Numea, Hong Kong, Edinburgh and Rio de Janeiro. Go figure. Outback Queensland is famous for its long stretches of red dirt with bright blue, endless skies above. But it's also the billabongs, lakes, dams and unique waterways that make places like Mount Isa so special. If you like a spot of fishing or camping, don't leave town without visiting the beautiful man-made Lake Mundara. Originally called Leichhardt Dam, Lake Mundara was completed in 1958 for Mount Isa Mines, and at the time it was the largest water scheme in Australia financed by private enterprise. It now has many picturesque picnic areas, pontoons, a ski jump and water facilities, and it's a major drill card for birdwatchers, sailors and anglers. If you're in the region in October, the Lake Mundara Fishing Classic is held in late October. The event is hosted by the not-for-profit Mount Isa Fishing Stocking Group, which raises money for more barramundi and sooty grunter fingerlings to be stocked in the lake. And if you're keen to experience the absolute calm, quiet beauty of the outback, drive out to Lake Mundara in the dark before sunrise. Park in a picnic area and walk around the lake's edge as the bird calls become louder and louder. Take a longer drive along the Barclay Highway to Bujamala National Park, otherwise known as Lawn Hill. It's a four-hour drive and it's simply stunning national park filled with sandstone peaks, emerald waters in deep gorges and red cliffs. It really is an oasis at the end of a long, dusty outback road. The jaw-droppingly beautiful Lawn Hill Gorge is formed by Lawn Hill Creek, which is fed by numerous freshwater springs from the limestone plateau to the west, and it's filled with lush vegetation. Dive into the waters or go kayaking while soaking up the outback grandeur. It has to be one of the prettiest gorges in Queensland. Yes, there are freshwater crocs, but they're shy and they stay well clear of people. And if you feel like a hike through this patch of paradise, there are various lookouts on the lower and upper gorge. There are plenty of motels, caravan parks and accommodation options on the cheaper end of the scale. But in Mount Isa, the two places that are standouts are Red Earth Boutique Hotel and the Isa Hotel. The Isa Hotel has great accommodation at affordable prices with 40 modern rooms. Red Earth Boutique Hotel is the city's premier hotel offering some luxury in the outback. Rex Airlines has many flights every week to Mount Isa from Brisbane. It's a nine-hour flight with six stops along the way if you do want to get off and check out some of the outback towns. Thanks for listening to the Truly Oz podcast. If you like what you heard, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for more travel inspiration, head over to trulyoz.com or catch us on Instagram. We look forward to bringing you more Truly Oz travel inspiration soon.